Hello, everyone. Welcome to Perfect Timing Podcast. I'm your host, Sydney Chandler Monet, and today I have a very special young lady with me. I feel like our minds are kind of connected based on like mental health and self-care and self-love, and I absolutely adore it. So I'm going to read off the plethora of the things she does, guys. Like she took my entire page of notes here. So buckle up, get ready. Here we go. So she is 18 years old from Los Angeles, California, who is a social entrepreneur, scholar, aspiring filmmaker, and a dynamic catalyst for change. She's the founder and CEO of her 501c3, Girl Well, which has distributed almost a thousand self-care kits and has raised over $250,000 in promoting self-care and love to underserved teenage girls everywhere. She also has been able to partner with Dove, Estee Lauder, BetterHelp, and more through Girl Well. Adding to the many hats that she wears, Kayla was named the 2022 Ebony Power 100 list, attended the Disney Dreamers Academy, a part of the Prudential Emerging Visionaries, and is an alumni of Black Girls Lead. Like myself, I love Black Girls Lead, oh my word. Um, uh, and not to mention that she is the first year student at Spelman College, pursuing a degree in documentary filmmaking and film production as a Dovey Johnson, excuse me, a Dovey Johnson Roundtree Presidential scholar. Everyone, please help me give a warm welcome to Kaylee Joy. Welcome in. <laughs> Thanks for having me on your podcast. I'm so excited. Absolutely. Of course, you guys, I was so upset when we first signed on because she's missing a darty for me. And <laughs> I feel loved. I feel appreciated in the time going into this, especially at like a Spellman darty. <laughs> I really appreciate the time that you came here to come sit with me and chat for a little bit. Yeah, no, I'm actually really honored to be here. I love the work that you do and the people that you promote on your podcast. So when you reached out, of course, the answer was going to be yes. Thank you so much. Because like we were going through, you know, uh, me and my mom, when I say we, uh, we were going through who we wanted to have for October. And she mm -hmm. was like, this girl named Kaylee Joy. And I was watching your vlogs. I was Oh watching my gosh, not the vlog. <laughs> no, I love you. I love a good vlog. I love I can sit and watch them forever and ever and ever. And it's just so like fun and entertaining to me, especially like stuff for college. Ever mm -hmm. since I think last or sophomore year of high school for me, I just started like getting into like college vlogs and stuff like move in day or like college decision reactions. Like it's yes. very, very fun and entertaining to me. But no, I'm the same way. I completely understand. That's what like, I know everyone's like, do your college research, but I was watching vlogs because I'm like, right. I can get that vibe of a school from a vlog. Exactly. So I completely understand what you're saying. Right. And like the only thing about like that I wish I could get more through vlogs, especially like those that are like college related is like something that is like really like real with it. I'm like, okay, you go to, I don't know, like Stanford or something like that. Yeah. And I, give me the real deal. Do you actually like Stanford? Like, what are the dorms like? What are the, what's the student life? Like, the stuff that they wouldn't put on the website. You know what I'm right. saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I also want to get into, while we have you today, into your 501c3 nonprofit, Girl Well. Talk about it. I love everything that it stands for and that what it's about. So go ahead and give you a little spiel. What is yeah. Girl Well? How did you get started? 
Okay, so Girl Well, um, like Sydney was saying, is my 501c3 nonprofit. Um, I started it in 2020, and I really started it when I saw that there was a lot of inequity surrounding self-care and that it wasn't accessible. And that sentence might seem really big and hard to understand, but in simpler words, what I'm saying is everybody did not have the resources to practice self-care, and I wanted to make sure that it was easier to, you know, get those resources. Um, so I started packing, uh, curating, and distributing self-care kits for undersheltered teenage girls. Um, growing up in Atlanta and then moving to Los Angeles, um, homelessness is not something that's new to me. Mm-hmm. And um, my parents have instilled volunteering and giving back into the community and to my little brother and I. So starting Girl Well was very easy for me, but I was really looking for my niche audience. And so when I'm doing my research, you know, when people talk about homelessness, they tend to speak about adults. Uh, But when they talk about people that are in the foster care system, they tend to talk about very, very young children. And as you know, like the older that you get, the harder it it is to be adopted. Mm -hmm. Um, So I really wanted to focus on that 14 to 18 range, which is just a transitional and tumultuous time in most people's lives, just finding out who you are, like, you know, dealing with normal school stuff, but I could not imagine what it's like to wonder where you're going to sleep tonight or if you're going to get a meal. Um, And then all of that during a global pandemic. Absolutely. Um, So yeah, that's really the birth of Girl Well. And I originally just, it started off as I want to make a impact in my community in Los Angeles. And now we have reached five different states and we're about to send some kids to Bangladesh. So that is really exciting for Girl Well. Oh my gosh, I love that. You guys, eventually she's she's going international. We love <laughs> yes. Um But I want to know, like, what do you put in your self-care kits and like, what does that mean in terms of like self-care for you? Is it like a physical thing? Some people like to take a bath. Some people like to read a book. Some people like to take a nice nap. I personally like to binge Grey's Anatomy. Um, but so what is self-care for you? And like, what do you like to pack in your self-care kits? Yeah, so I think that that's like one of the best things about self-care is that there's so many ways to practice it. Um, Mm -hmm. And so we wanted to make sure that was highlighted in the kit. So everything in the kit surrounds mental, emotional, or physical wellness. Um, And so like, for example, for mental wellness, we have a self-care book, um, which is like really helpful when you're just trying to like process and analyze like your feelings and your emotions and how you want to move forward. Um, And then we have like emotional wellness. We have a hotline card. We have um, a note card that's written by either myself or someone on the team that just has some words of encouragement Um, for physical wellness. We have like fuzzy socks, regular socks, face mask, chapstick. Um, And then depending on like what our partners donate to us, sometimes we can have other things in the kit. Um, So that that is really, it's awesome because the Girl Well Kit from donation to donation changes. So sometimes we have jewelry in the kit or sometimes there's a heavy emphasis on like shampoo, soap, conditioner. Um, It really is just dependent on what the girls tell me that they need um, in the season. Absolutely. And I'm glad that you kind of go off based off of the the needs that girls have, you know, like people like, you know, they want to take care of their hair a little more. Like you said, like the shampoo and conditioner and like any other kind of hair products comes into play. If they want, you know, softer skin, if they want to feel more comfortable that way, maybe like some lavender lotions, you know, anything like that. And you're mentioning these partnerships that you're a part of. So I also want to know, like, 
you guys, if you don't remember me mentioning, she has Dove, she has Estee Lauder, she has BetterHelp, all of these amazing and more uh, organizations that are helping her out. So how has their contribution helped you to help grow Girl Well? Yeah, so I am, I love all of our partners. I do a really um, like deep search looking for partners because I want to make sure that the way that the businesses run, or no, let me not say that. I want to make sure that, you know, the business that I'm partnering with, their ethics and their goals line up with Girl right. Well. Yours, exactly. um, right, which is so important and honestly harder than people would imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, but like when you look for the right partners, like they give you what you need and more. Um, so like Dove is my most recent partner. They sent me shampoo, conditioner, soap, dim and brush. They sent me um, comb, um detangling brushes so that the girls have something to wash their hair with which is really important because a lot of the girls most of the girls that I donate to are um young women of color so like they probably have like curly or kinky hair like where a detangling brush is important um and it's easy to overlook things like that when you're just putting together a generic kit but given that I'm a black woman like I know specific struggles that like black women or women of color would face so I try to think about that when curating the kits um Better help is awesome because all of the girls have access to free teletherapy. Bombas is amazing. I love being a giving partner with them because they send me socks. And, you know, something like socks, again, it just seems so simple. But like when you get so used to having something every day, you don't realize how much of a luxury it is. Yeah. Um, and even down to soap, I've been able to work with the Grandpa Soap Company, the Right to Shower. Um, the Female Cushion was one of my first partners, and Olive in June, which was a really, really cool partnership. They sent me um, cuticle oil and nail polish. So them and and more partners that I have, I'm just really grateful um, for them to be a part of the journey to making self care more equitable. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I, and I adore that. And like you said, it is really essential that you're partnering with organizations that align with your mission and what it is that you want to do, whether it is like you want the organization that you're working with to be sustainable, you know, to be equitable and just, you know, they're supporting your mission correctly, right? right. The way that you want to be presented. And honestly, I love Dove with my whole heart and a half. So hopefully we can be twins one day and I can partner with them too. And, you know, cause like, like you said, it is really difficult to, you know, find these partners, you know, work with them, especially uh, companies as big as Estee Lauder and Dove. So, and like, it's really funny how you mentioned the sock thing. I was listening to, I think a commercial on the radio today and it was saying like one of the biggest needs in like the homeless community in terms of donations is that they need socks. Yeah. It's just like, me every day. I mean, I can go out and buy a pair of like $20 socks, like Nike cruise socks. Okay. <laughs> Nike cruise socks. Like if I really wanted to, because like I lose my socks all the time, but you right. know, I have that privilege. So, you know, it's just thinking about one of those things like, okay, this is how I can do my part. And I think through girl, well, you're doing an amazing job. Do you have a Maryland chapter yet? I do not, but well, I'm right here. I am not even joking when I'm telling you right now we are growing and we're trying to expand. So if you're interested in bringing Girl Well to your state and you know like um, a 
organization or a foster care home or anything where somebody is giving back to teenage girls under sheltered teenage girls in particular um, or even in that transitional age like coming out of the foster care system um, please let me know please reach out to me I would love to send them some girl well kits absolutely I am our Charles County which is like the county I live in I am our NAACP uh, vice president and my youth advisor is actually like the CEO of her own company called Stella's Girls. And she does exactly that, serving underserved girls. And last Christmas, we just packed up like $500 worth of clothes and gifts for kids that are going either in the foster care system or they're homeless, you know? Yeah. Well, I would love to. I would bring it up to Earth. It's going to explode. I promise. (laughs) (laughs) I would love that. Uh, Before we go into our break, uh, I also discovered that you have your own podcast, Hello. You know, I, I love a good podcast. I have my own yes. podcast. I love listening to them. So I want to know it's called Girl Well Synergizing Self Care. Uh, what do you talk about and how can my audience listen in? Yeah, um, absolutely love podcasts. Always been a podcast girl. Fun fact about me is I'm a big true crime fan. So I would say like 60% of the podcasts that I listen to are true crime. And it's crazy, but they're so interesting. And you know, as like an aspiring filmmaker, somebody who wants to be a storyteller, I think that there's a lot of power in podcasts because words are very powerful Absolutely. and like visual aid definitely helps. But if the story's not there listening to it, then like, why are we watching a film? Like, why are we engaging with content? And I think that that's really why I love podcasts. So I started one for Girl <laughs> Wealth Energizing Self-Care. You can listen to the podcast on anchor spotify and right now we are working to get it on apple Podcasts. um but if you go through the girl well instagram which is just girl well or you can click on the link in our bio and it is one of the first links i love that so who have you had any guests on i think actually i was snooping a little bit and i saw that you had dania smith Yes, Denia. Yes, Denia. Oh my gosh! I think I met her through uh, Black Girls Lead, which we which we can also talk about. And I like exploded. I'm like, I love how enclosed our community is, and how like everyone kind of knows each other. So uh, maybe for that episode specifically, what did you all talk about? Yeah. So Denia is great. Um, I've known Denia for about four years now. She's one of my really close friends. So she was actually the reason that I started the podcast. If you don't know, she has her own podcast called She Shall Speak. Um, and another great podcast. And really, we were just talking about her journey and, and talking about like, what it's like to not limit yourself and just to take advantage of the opportunity that you have, but not to put too much pressure on yourself to be the best thing. And I have some more podcast episodes coming out. I talk with some of my Spelman sisters about the college process and how to practice self-care while waiting for college decisions and talking to authors about what it's like to write a book um, and not to get like swallowed in that or how to cope with anxiety and stress. And really, we're just talking about everyday things and tying it back to self-care. Like, how can we walk through life and still do what we want to do, but incorporate self-care into our daily lives? Mm-hmm. I love that. You know, if you ever need another guest. Yes. <laughs> already, I had planned to shoot you a text right after this. So glad we are. I'm excited. I can't wait to have you on my podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, but thank you so much, Kaylee Joy, for joining me this far in my podcast. And thank you to my listeners. I hope you've been enjoying this as much as I have. And we'll be right back after this break. 
Hey, this is Sydney Chalonet, and I'm so excited to share with you my international podcast, Perfect Timing, that'll be broadcasting on Mondays at 2 p.m. through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and so much more. We will have outstanding guests that'll talk about their passions, goals, and dreams. Make sure you tune in and have a seat at the table where we will create a voice for us every Monday at 2 p.m. This is Sydney Collins of Perfect Timing. Have you put in place the tools and marketing strategies that will drive the revenue and growth outcomes for your business? Are you looking to expand your brand and image nationally and globally? Commercials, podcasting, graphics, and marketing support are just some of the ways we can dress up your business for prime time. We are EliteConversations.com. To learn more about us, Check us out at EliteConversations.com, our website, email us at ecpodcastmedia at gmail.com, or call us at 301-900-5703. There are many people that need to know about the wonderful products and services you have to offer. Let Elite Conversations help you to get the word out. Welcome back, everyone. Again, I am back here with Miss Kaylee Joy, and we're talking about her 501c3, Girl Well, and everything that she has going on with that, and what it really means to really hone in on your self-care. So let's get straight back on into it. So we were talking about uh, Black Girls Lead, which you guys, if you guys don't know, is a Black Girls Rock kind of subunit organization and it's kind of like a summertime summit week long maybe like four ish days um that ages 14 17 i believe or is it 13 Mm -hmm. yeah and they all just come in and like we all just have like this very inspiring and just exciting experience it's been virtual for the past uh two years because of covid uh but just this amazing experience of getting to know one another through microsoft teams and just learning how to code learning how to be you know business managers and like how to be our best selves all the time What's some, something that really excited me this year is that um, Michelle Obama opened it up. She gave us our intro on the very first day. Uh, it can't get any better than that. I, that's all I'm <laughs> um, But I want to know, like, what has your experience been? I know you're 18. I'm 17. I'm about to turn 18 next month. So we kind of aged out of the program, which I'm very heartbroken about. But I would like to know your experience. Yeah, so I actually, my first shooting Black Girls Lead was the last year before it went virtual. So I'm a part of that last in-person class. And again, it was so special because it was like 20, 30 maybe of us. And we were at Barnard um, in New York and we just really got to bond with each other and got to hear from some amazing Black women um, and do a lot of fun activities and spend some time in New York. Um, And I think the most special part of it, like the speakers were amazing, but like fostering and building community with my other peers were just really awesome. And in fact, I actually hadn't seen most of them since the last, like the last day of Black Girls Lead back in 2019. And I saw two of them at um, a summit that I went to um, a few weeks ago. And like when we saw each other, it was literally like we were back in New York with one another. And it's just so special. And to see all the amazing things that they've done, to see how far they've grown, it 
I'm just honored to like be a part of their circle and to be a part of their community and we all rally behind each other and support each other um yeah like you said you met Denaya Denaya I met her there and it's just like they are literally like my sisters my black girls lead sisters are changing the world um and I'm so proud of them and our our little group chat is still popping like we still chat from like now like back then to now so I'm just really grateful for that experience and all those people I love that. I'm kind of jealous that you got to experience it in person. Um, yeah. But, you know, I think the virtual experience was just as exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Because, uh, like, uh, I had a friend on, uh, her name was Avery Kelly, and she's like, she's just the epiphany of just like beauty and grace and just joy when it comes to, you know, entrepreneurship and being a team leader and everything. And it's just like, yeah, she's awesome. I know. Yeah, I met her online oh I was gonna say you met her a person too good lord (laughs) but actually it's funny because she just moved to Atlanta so maybe you might see her walking around yeah absolutely and it was just like so exciting to see that Black Girls Rock was bringing together all these girls who are entrepreneurs and color so it's like people like me exist and it's like the best thing ever you know absolutely but I want to get into your passion for filmmaking. It is very funny. And I love that you have like a passion for it. I have like a small inkling for it. I love making, you know, TikToks and stuff or maybe like vlogs and stuff like that. Um, and I have a cousin who actually lives in Atlanta and he has like a whole photography, like filmmaking business. Yeah. So I can put a good word in for you. Yes. You like to participate. Um, but tell me, how did you get into filmmaking and why did it become something you enjoy? So, um, filmmaking is, I've always enjoyed storytelling. I would get in trouble a lot in kindergarten and first grade because I was talking, like I was a good student, but I would get my work done and then I would want to tell people stories and like, I would just want to capture their attention. Um, and ironically, I thought that I was going to be like a D1 athlete. I was like, I'm going to we, you know, let's not even go down that road. Just now, I'm not a one athlete. Um, I'm no longer an athlete. For what sport? Volleyball. And here's the thing oh. is like, I'm five, six, and that's short in the sport. So I don't, shout out to my parents for supporting my dreams. <laughs> um, but when, during off season, um, my, both my brother and I weren't doing anything. And my parents were like, you need to not just be on the couch. So, um, they ended up putting us in this acting class and we really liked it and we were good at it. Um, and so we got moved to another higher acting school, um, one that was a bit more rigorous. And as much as I loved it, um, I realized that I actually want to be behind the camera and I wanted to write and direct. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just like, I'm a big like words person. And I've said it a few times on the podcast that words are so powerful, but like, storytelling is is just a way that I think can bring people together and um like when you representation on screen when you get to see yourself be the hero like you really believe in life that you can be the hero um so I just want to continue to tell stories of young black girls of, of different diverse voices and just film media with some things that we haven't seen before that we don't see enough of so that we can start to have empathy for other people that are not like us. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I love that. You know, I've had filmmakers and like young directors and especially what warms my heart is that they're also girls of color. And they, I think they share the same passion of just like showing representation, especially showing, uh, you know, 
what it's like to be a black girl because we are underrepresented in or misrepresented in a lot of different spaces so you know just seeing how we can all work and act creatively i think and this may be like a cliche kind of thing but i have a long and deep passion and like just love for shonda rhymes i love her yes entire heart and a half like shonda rhymes Issa ray Issa Rae. Oh my gosh. I love Issa. Oh my gosh. I love Issa. <laughs> but they're just like catalysts, you know, for bringing in the representation. And I absolutely love that. Uh, but speaking of magic behind the scenes and behind the cameras, I think one of the biggest organizations that everyone knows, Walt Disney. Okay. You went to Disney's Dreamers Academy. Hello. They only take like a hundred kids and you were yeah. selected to go. So I would love to hear about your experience. DDA, Disney Dreamers Academy. What um what a story. Like I just I think I'm still in shock and it's over. It's been over for months and I'm just like <laughs> I can't believe I was there. Like the hours like they packed in everything. We were at the parks, we were hearing from speakers, we were um in community with one another and actually ironically I did not get in the first time I applied to DDA. And I would love for people to hear that because I see people are always surprised when I tell them, but like Disney Dreamers is very, very competitive. Like many programs there are like for high school students and just people in general that are changing the world. So if you, if you hear no one time, it's not a no forever, like try and try again, because you never know. And I'm a big, everything happens for a reason person. I'm glad I, I didn't get it when I was supposed to get it because when I was at DEA this um, past April or March, March, or April, um, I actually had the opportunity to, I was chosen as one of the three dreamers that were featured on good morning America. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was just, so special because I remember seeing Disney Dreamers Academy on Good Morning America years before and I told my mom I was like I'm going to be on Good Morning America at the Disney Dreamers Academy yeah like, love you go and you do it and then I was there and then they asked me to um, do an interview so that we could write an article and it just was like all my dreams were coming true and it was a, just a transformative weekend and again like I would encourage anybody to apply to these type of things, go to the summits that are like in your city, um, because like meeting community, you never know who you're going to meet and who could really end up changing your life. Mm -hmm. And I adore that. And I'm really glad that you were able to live out that dream. I'm always going to have a soft spot for Disney. I think it was right before the pandemic when I was a freshman in high school, uh, our fine arts, because I I dance at school and we have like a chorus and art classes, all things like that. Um, We were all taken to Disney for about like three or four days. And I went, I got to do like this dance workshop and just like being like in like the rehearsal rooms and just like seeing how things worked, like learning one of the dances that they do on like the Cinderella Castle stage, like, right so exciting like I, I don't think you can get that anywhere else other than Disney but I'm really glad that you were able to go and I'm you just had like an amazing experience and being on GMA I love that <laughs> <laughs> um but one more thing you were also a part of the Prudential Emerging Visionaries yes posted on the Times Square billboards seeing your face up there how did it feel what is Prudential Emerging Visionaries for those of us listening uh just talk yeah. about your experience Okay, so Prudential Merging Visionaries is actually kind of new. Um, They had this rebrand where at first they were choosing one kid from every state, but then they ended up just choosing um, kids from across the country. 
and mm-hmm. I want to say it is 25 mm-hmm. um, people that they choose and it's just all about kids who are really making a change financial or social um, in their community and so I got chosen for the social category and we got to go to Prudential's headquarters which is in Newark, New Jersey um, really great time again community is amazing like they are actively changing the world and I cannot believe that I get to say that they're my friends or my pre-babies that's what we call ourselves little (laughs) pre-babies so but in terms of um Times Square I had no clue that that was gonna happen so they're like we want to give you guys a tour of New York so we got on the Hudson River we got to see the Statue of Liberty that was my first time seeing the Statue of Liberty and I got all of like the little photos and we get off the ferry they put us on a boat it's when I say it's freezing okay like I'm from Los Angeles California I am not used to anything below 60 degrees so I had my little like not even it's not even a coat it's barely a jacket and I'm like shaking on the top of the bus because I wanted to like sightsee with my pro baby so I'm like up there and like snot is running out of my nose <laughs> like oh, I'm so cold <laughs> go to get dinner and they're like we have to go we have to go and I'm like why are we rushing and then we get on and they park the bus and they're like we're gonna get off of the bus and I'm like this is this like what are we doing this is crazy Mm -hmm. and we're walking and you know I'm just looking straight ahead and I'm like one of the first I'm one of the first people up there and I bump into the person in front of me and they're like look up and I'm like why are we stopping and they're like look up and so I look up and it was my face that was there Mm -hmm. on the billboard and they were like rolling through all of the names but the moment that was like so special for me to literally like look up and see my face. And my mom was beside me. They told the parents like five minutes before we found out and like, she was right there. And I just, it's crazy because I, listen, I'm telling you, I kid you not. Last time we were in New York, my family and I, we went for Christmas break. I told my mom, I was like, next time we're here, like in this part of town in Times Square, I'm going to be on a billboard. And there I was on a billboard when I tell people these stories they don't believe me but I promise you I have to start because you were like living proof of just like speaking things into existence yes because when you start saying things in your mind they become your life and that works in 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 both a positive and negative way like if you are constantly in a um, state of negative self-talk then that is going to become your world and even when things are hard like even if you smile like you fake a smile while something bad is happening like your brain is tricked into thinking that something is good is good good is happening like mm-hmm. if you're speaking positivity like over the way that you see yourself over the way that you interact with others like positivity is just going to flow out of you and like people are going to be able to feel that so Prudential was Prudential Merging Visionaries was so amazing. Ashoka Changemakers, they're the ones that all make it possible. And I I love them at Ashoka. They're (laughs) besties for all. Like they're amazing. And I love everything that they're doing um, to help other young people just be seen and have a platform. Absolutely. And you know, like you deserve to have your face like plastered over like Times Square billboards because like the work that you and everyone else that you were with all the stuff that you were doing it was meant to be you know talked about and I'm really glad that you were able to get that opportunity and that is really good advice you know just seeing like whatever you think whatever you speak into existence will happen positive or negative you know just like living throughout those lessons and those life experiences and you know someone who has been to New York when she was younger in the freezing cold um 
you you have to wear at least six jackets outside right during and there i was and, with yeah, one. you'll still be cold you'll still yes be cold. and a short sleeve shirt under i was like this is not somebody should have told me why didn't they tell me they said bring a light jacket <laughs> i mean i was like a light I, they, they a told light me i could bring a light yes. one they said it's gonna be windy bring a light jacket someone set you up i'm sorry right <laughs> but talking about cold weather and your move from los angeles to atl you are part of the illustrious Spelman College. Yes. I'm, I'm like shaking in my boots right now. What has your experience been? You know, how did you get in? How did you feel when you got accepted? What is the whole story? Yeah. So ironically, um, I did not want to go to Spelman at first. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, my mother went to Spelman. So I think in an act of, you know, being her daughter, I was like, oh, I'm not going to school where you went to school. I'm going to be my own person. And I taught people there are two schools in California, even before I moved to California, that I had been talking about for my whole life. And so when I got in, when I applied to Spelman, I was like, okay, like I'm going to these two schools. And I really just, I fell in love with the idea of constantly being inspired by a Black woman. And it's like, I've been to all these really cool events, like where I meet these cool black women and, and then, I, then I leave and then I'm back in like a predominantly white area and there's nothing wrong with those areas, but I knew that I needed, I needed this, I needed Spelman. Um, mm -hmm. And Spelman has just awarded me already with so many amazing opportunities. And I just feel constantly like I'm being uplifted, like I'm learning more about myself and learning more about my people um, with my people and for my people. And it's just like I, I, I've only been here for a few weeks. I've only like we just took midterms, but I'm excited to take what I'm learning here Um at Spelman and, and to give it back to the community, to give it back to people who did not have the opportunity to go to Spelman or the means to go to Spelman. Like the way that I'm being inspired, I think the only thing to do is to go out and inspire other people. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm so glad that you're able to, you know, be like, mm, I think Spelman might be the place. Cause I think something different that sets HBCUs apart from like regular other like universities or colleges is that you are with your people like 24 seven, someone who yeah. like also grew up in predominantly white environment my entire life, like going to Spelman and leaving, I'm like, kind of want to go back, you know? <laughs> and just like, even like during the tour, the girl that was walking me around, who was like a lovely young lady, by the way, she, her name's Caroline prettiest person alive my goodness and we were just walking around and she was like we never you know walk around like on the grass like oh yeah no because you never cut corners but my women don't like, cut corners corners and I absolutely love that I was like I'm taking that with me absolutely everywhere um but I'm again I'm so glad that you're enjoying it even though like you're even enjoying midterms most college students hate that I believe yeah but I actually, I mean, I got through it. They had like lots of stuff on campus for stress, um, lots of candy. I was like, oh, I guess it, I guess this helps with stress, whatever. If they say it does, and I will take your free food any day. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you so much, Kaylee Joy, for joining me once again. I'm going to play our fun, quick game of rapid fire. This is probably the fastest I've ever done rapid fire okay. in my entire life. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm like kind of nervous, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. All right. Your favorite ice cream flavor? Coffee. <gasps> I love coffee. You were the first to say coffee. Congratulations. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I love, love. So, okay. The book or the movie? Ugh, the movie, but I'm like trying to read more. So let's say the movie and hopefully the book. <laughs> 
Who was your first celebrity crush? Cameron Boyce. Oh, stop. I'm going to start tearing up right now. That was my favorite. Yeah. First, for sure. He was mine. Okay, <laughs> let's do one more. What is okay. something that you cannot live without? Something I can't. <laughs> I just thought of three things. Oh my gosh. But I'm going to go number one is chapstick. Like if you know me, I, or lip gloss, really, it was lip gloss pre pandemic. It became chapstick when we were putting on masks. What brand? Um, hmm? What brand? Oh, Fenty. Always. Always. Chapstick? No, 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 no. Oh, oh, chapstick. Oh, yeah. Okay. Gloss. What brand is chapstick? Okay, so this is a little controversial. I'm an EOS girl, but recently I've gotten into Aquaphor. It's I nice. love Aquaphor. I love Aquaphor. It. I just think what I have to get like I feel like I need to go wash my hands three times before I put Aquaphor on my lips because I'm putting my finger on my. You know what? It keeps my lips chap, not chap. It moisturizes them. So I'm grateful. I would say definitely chapstick. And also so cliche, but my family, I love them. I call my mom multiple times a day. The most minor inconvenience, it literally can be like, oh, I walked to class and I left my computer charger in my room. I'm like on my way actively to class. I'm the same way. (laughs) Yes, but I love them and they've just been so supportive of me and, you know, like my mission and girl well and my dad has just, he is like an encourager always. And it's just kind of reminding me that I got this and I get tired, but he's like, start a pattern. And it's going to be hard when you first started, but you're going to thank yourself later. And my little brother was just always there to make me laugh. And just to remind me to like, not take life too seriously. And I'm so proud of him and everything he's doing with his acting career. And, you know, my mom is just, she is everything and has always been everything to me. And I'm just, it's so sweet to like be inspired by her, but to also know that I can always lean on her. So the three of them are amazing and I would not be who I am today. Like Growell would not be what Growell is without them. Absolutely. I love that. We love a family oriented black woman. Yes, always. <laughs> that was so scary. I thought like I just lost the whole thing. I'm sorry. My screen like went away. Let's no, try that again. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much again, Kaylee Joy, for joining me. Before you leave, why don't you tell my listeners where they can reach and follow you? Yeah. Okay. So you can follow me um, on Instagram at Kaylee Joy, K-A-Y-L-I-J-O-Y. You can also follow Girl Well, which is Girl Well Org, G-I-R-L-W-E-L-L-O-R-G. You can see Girl Well online, which is just girlwell.org. Um yeah just reach out I'm I love to chat with people like I love to talk about girl well I love to talk about self-care um if you people have like reached out to me asked me questions about the programs that I've been a part of or about an initiative that they want to start um so I'm I'm always open just just say hey of course well, again thank you so much Kaylee and thank you to my listeners for listening and this is perfect timing